Hey guys, sorry, I have had a week from hell. So last week, um, Thursday and Friday, my son was sick. So I, of course, had to be there to pick him up and stay with him. Um, and in that case, it just, it's not fair for me to make him uh, wait around just so I can record. So I do apologize. And yesterday I was at work. I started my new job and I am so excited. Like I'm giddy. I am so excited. Um, the people I work with are amazing and so nice. And um, yeah, so oh, I'm so I'm so happy I made this decision for myself to go back to something I was really enjoying. Um, and it's quite funny because um, I'm realizing a lot of things about myself as I do my own thing pretty much and, and focus on me and my son. And it's funny because um, last week, you know, um, I got called twice to, uh, he went He went to his preschool and he wasn't feeling well. I went and picked him up. He had an upset tummy on the Thursday, Friday, he had a slight fever. Um, he's always, he always runs hot. So, you know, usually it's not that big a deal, but with the whole COVID situation, um, they don't want to take chances. So I picked him up and I was trying to get a hold of my ex and I was like, right, like, I'm, you know, I had things I needed to do before starting work on the Monday yesterday. And I, you know, I just, I have other things I'm trying to get sorted before, beforehand. So I have phone calls to make and I can only make them on weekdays, not during the weekends. Um, so anyway, so I, um, had to put my stuff off and I finally got a hold of him and, you know, and it was his day off. Um, and, but he just wasn't answering the phone. So who knows? Um, but it's, it, <laughs> it's quite funny because I said to him, I said, look, I start work on Monday and you're going to have, I, I have my phone on me constantly. Um, my phone does not go away from me and neither does his, his phone is always in his hand or pocket. His watch is linked to it. Just like many of our watches are linked to it. So he knows when his phone goes off. He knows when he gets a message. He knows when someone's calling, but he chooses to ignore me. It's always, it always happens to be in the other room or upstairs or, oh, I've left it in the car. You know, there's always an excuse. It's never his fault, which is, you know, narcissistic, narcissistic personality. Um, it's, he never does anything wrong. It's always somebody else's fault that something's happened to him. Um, and it's always the same excuse. So I, I was so angry with him. I was like, you've got to be kidding. Me. I was like, listen, I start work on Monday. I cannot just be like, la di da. Oh, by the way, I've got to leave and get my son because he's ill. You need to start taking responsibility because he needs, honestly, either he needs to be there hundred percent or not at all because his idea of parenting is going to the park and having all the fun stuff. But when I actually need him to be there and pick him up from nursery or, Hey, he's sick and he's done it very few times. And he's done it because I've had to get loud about it. I've had to be like, listen, I have to do this. I have to do X, Y, Z. You have to come over. You have to help me. And 
I don't feel like I should be doing that. Um, and it's very, it's very annoying because I, he knows I, I rely on him because I have no one else. And it's at the point now where it's just kind of like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I should not have to chase you. This should not be something that I'm meant to do. And, you know, your phone rings. You should be like, oh, she's calling. I don't call him just to be like, hey, how is your day going? Let's talk. No, I call him because something's, you know, something needs doing. Our son needs something's happened with our son or he needs something or, hey, he's asking about you, wants to talk to you. Um, something, you know, the house, something was leaking in the house. I had to call him. Like, there's a reason behind me calling him. I don't call him for conversations. I don't text for conversations. I'll tell him things that are happening in my life as part of a call. Well, I'm even stopping that because it's just, it's just getting to the point where I literally just want to get to this is what's happening with our son and that's pretty much it. Um, I'm kind of just whatever. Um, he doesn't need to know anything personal about me. This is almost like a business transaction now at this point. Um, and it's difficult. <laughs> it's so hard to deal with somebody that's so narcissistic that everything revolves around them. And yeah. Oh. So if you deal with that, somebody who's who's like that and, you, and suffers from narcissism, oh my God, I feel you a hundred and a thousand percent. Um, it's disgusting and, you know, they devalue you and they make it sound like it's your fault. You're crazy, this, that. And it's just like, you know what? Go away, go away. And he, you know, I, and I told him, I said, if you're not going to participate in every aspect of his life, if it's only going to be like, Hey, yeah, cool. Let's hang out that's not parenting. I don't need to rely on you for that. Cause I'm not, I, I'm, he's not there. So with me going, Oh good. I know I can get a backup plan and I can call him and he'll, you know, he'll be there. That's not the case. So instead of me having somebody to depend on, um, for that aspect of it, I don't. And I need to, you know, I need to get that out of my mind if he's not going to be there a hundred percent. Um, and that way I can just, I can just go ahead and hire somebody, even though it's going to cause me to work more and whatever. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so then I tell him, I think I've decided which university and which nursing program I would like to attend. Now I've applied to four universities. I've interviewed, I've been accepted different programs. Um, five different programs and been accepted. So now apparently this is, you know, I've, I have a lot of uh, healthcare, health, health medical assistants, um, sorry, health um, experience. So working hospitals, working on ambulance, I have that experience. So I, I, it's not, you know, obviously um, I'm not surprised I got accepted. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm not surprised I've gotten accepted. So there's a couple of schools that are viable. I mean, they're all viable because they're all close. Unfortunately, the one I would love to go to is an hour away in itself. And then I've got to think of my placements and that's going to be over 
an hour away in most cases. So like obviously working 12, 13, 14 hour shifts, that's going to add to my going time, my coming home time. And it would put me away for about 16 hours, uh, pretty much at a minimum, right? So that school has now been crossed off my list because unfortunately, just logistics is not viable as much as I would love to go to the school. Um, it's just not viable. Um, the program is exceptional and it breaks my heart, but I just can't do it. So I have two other schools um, and there's, the, the, there's four schools. So the two schools, two of the schools are in the same area. Um, one of those schools are, is an exceptional school and I you know, I would love to go to that one, but I can't. Same thing with the other one. So now there's two remaining schools, which are close by. One's about an extra 15 minutes away. Um, but it also does shorter shifts. So instead of doing 14 hours, you know, anywhere between 12 and 14 hours, um, I'm looking at like eight, seven, seven hours, eight hours. Um, you only do about three days a week, um, which is also shorter um, times in the week. Um, so you're looking at about like a part-time job versus a full-time job when you do your placements. Um, there's minimal, there's less overnights that you have to do um, as well. So I've opted for that school. Um, because of all these factors, I'm thinking I can either drop off my son when I do an evening shift, um, or I can pick him up when I do a morning shift because I'll be out before his after school program ends. And I told him this and I said, you know, I'm the longest, the furthest I'll have to drive is probably about an hour, but I don't think they'll put me at that distance. There's there's a lot of hospitals and doctor's office and community services that are offered closer to me. Um, the university itself for any lectures and, and practices and all of that practical skills stuff is about 40 minutes, um, 45 minutes versus the other university, which is only about 30, 35 minutes. Um, 40, 45, if in traffic, is probably going to add another 15 to the other one in traffic. So it's a little bit further. The, the program's a really good program. Um, but again, you know, it's a risk. Um, so I said I'll opt for that one so that way we can split when who picks up and who drops off, right? He looked at me like I had three heads. And I said also I'm going to do a later start. So instead of September, I'll do a, a January, February start. And um, this way, I'll give my son time to ease into his actual primary school setting. Um, and again, I was looked at like I had three heads. Well, don't you want to start sooner? Don't you want to hurry up and get it over with? Don't you? Well, no, because as I, much as I would love to do all those things, if I was thinking about myself, I'd be going to the school that's an hour, hour and a half away. Um, I don't mind the drive. Drive, I listen to a podcast. I'd be happy. Um, I have a couple of true crime podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis, and that's what I would do. 
um, and I'd get to listen to maybe, you know, one and a half to two. Be great. <laughs> um, and I just looked at him and I was like, well, it's not about me. I'm doing this for us. Yeah. So we can have a better future. And if, even if I decide to move somewhere else, I'll be a registered nurse and I'll, I'll always have a career. Um, and even if I do like in, go into nurse education, I'll still always have a career. Um, and it was just, I, I just kind of like, well, and I said, no, I have to think of my son. Like, what do you, what? <laughs> I'm like, can you imagine if he has a bad day at school? How am I supposed to, you know, I can get off work. I can, you know, I, I'm working, um, I'm working certain hours so I can tell them, Hey, I need just, you know, can I work a little later? Can I work a little earlier just to make sure I'm there for him and make sure he's adjusting well. And can I have a week off? So he's adjusting well. like all these things I can do at work that I would not be able to do in a school setting um, because I'll fall behind and, you know, placements and all of that. And I don't understand how he doesn't get this. So I explained it to him and he just kind of rolled his eyes. And I was like, wow, this is who I chose to have a baby with. Like this is, this was my life partner. Like this is who I married. I cannot believe it. How did I, how wrong did I choose? Like, I was so careful in who I dated and I, I didn't like dating and I hated every aspect of it. And I tried to pick, I had a tick sheet, you know, like in my head. And it was just kind of like this person's this nice, kind, you know, blah, blah, blah. Good job, blah, blah, blah. All the, you know, whenever I dated somebody, oh, he looks like he's an asshole. Never mind. I can't, you know, he turned out to be a jerk. He doesn't like cats. He doesn't like dogs. He doesn't like animals. He doesn't like, you know, doesn't like going out. Doesn't like this. And he ticked all the boxes. He was nice. He was kind. He, you know, he acted like he loved me. He acted like, you know, there was like all this whatever between us chemistry. And little by little over the years, it just completely, you know, I mean, I, it was sooner rather than later. But at that point, I was married. And I was like, well, we're married, you know, <laughs> so don't want to don't want to like just throw that away. Because that's what people do nowadays. They just get divorced. Oh, get divorced. And I didn't want to do that. Um, so I blindly just kept kept going 10 years later. Yeah. So anyway, so I, oh, I'm floored by this. So then um, over the weekends, um, it was, we had a couple of we had a cold day on Saturday and Sunday was was a was a nice day out kind of springy kind of weather, jacket weather, if you will. And he took him out on Saturday. It was outside with him almost all day. So Saturday night when he came home, he had a really bad stuffy nose and he was congested and he was kind of cranky all night. What kept waking himself up because he couldn't breathe and all that. So I said to him on Sunday when he picked him up, I said, can we please, you know, wait till it's a little bit warmer out before you take him out. If you're going to go for a bike ride or you're going to take him to the park. Um, because he was really congested and he's not feeling well, you know, he's going to not feel well. And then, you know, the, the mucus can go down to, to, to his throat. And it's all these, all these things that can happen, give him a sore throat and all that. So I got to look like, ugh, right. <laughs> well, that's not what he's going to want. Well, I'm sorry. Who's the parent? Like you got to do what's best for him. Don't you? So, okay. I just kind of looked at him and went, right. But if it's cold outside, can you just not just take them out, you know, for a couple of uh, just the playground kind of thing and then take them back inside? You don't have to spend the entire day outside. And I said, well, I'm starting work tomorrow. So if he does get sick, 
be ready to get a phone call because I literally can't leave on my first day of work. Well, what do you mean I'm working? Yes, and so am I. And I'll have patience and I'll be learning my new job and I can't leave on the first day of work. (laughs) That sets an example that sets me up for the rest of the time I'll be working there. That makes me unreliable. So I got a look and when he came back that evening, he barely went outside. They stayed inside most of the day on a nice day because he didn't want to risk him getting sick. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. So while my son had fun, he doesn't, he's, you know, he's three, doesn't know any better. He just kind of plays, which is fine. But unfortunately, he ended up spending a day inside, not because it was what was beneficial for him, but it was because what was beneficial for the dad, you know, his father. And honestly, if, again, narcissism at its finest, so all about him. And then I didn't even get a phone call or text message to ask me how he was doing. Now, he's been calling every day and talking to him every day um, because I've raised it with him. I said, you know, he wants to, you know, he wants to video you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to, I don't understand what the problem is, just ringing him and, you know, seeing how he's doing 10, 15 minutes out of your day during the week and having some FaceTime with him or whatever. So he's been doing that. But of course, he didn't even bother yesterday because, you know, why bother? So, yeah, parenting is hard when one partner is a narcissist. And the more I read about this and the more I look at journal articles and read about these types of personalities, the more it rings true. And it's incredible that I didn't see it before, but there you have it. So, yeah, I, on the side note, I am very happy that I started my new job. Um, And the people I work with appear to be amazing and so nice and kind and patient and just incredible. I was beaming all day. And you couldn't see it because I was wearing a mask, but it was great. And we had cranky clients and uh, patients and we had non, you know, we had happy patients and it was great. And um, apart from it being a new area, field area for me, um, it was, I just have to learn the new medical side of what I'm doing now because um, it is a bit different to what I'm doing. So it's just a new, new clinical aspect of it. Uh, but it's great, and I'm so excited, and I'm so glad I went back. And I, I'm here to tell you guys: if you think you're in the wrong job, in the wrong career, on the wrong path, or you know, you just don't know what to do with yourself, or you've done something in the past and you found that you really loved it, go back to it. Honestly, you. I'm so much happier today than I was last week Um, because I'm looking forward to work tomorrow and it's going to be great. And I'm so excited. Um, 
and I feel more human um, because I feel more like myself. I don't feel like I'm more of a shell of myself like I have been feeling. So yeah, definitely go out, do what you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. Don't, don't let anyone tell you you can't because you absolutely 100% can. You're amazing. And if you love what you do, you're amazing. Um, I was told just yesterday, um, I was told yesterday that, um, I, y'all, you're so happy. And I said, well, you got to love what you do. And I absolutely love what I do. And it felt so good to say that because it was so true. It was a hundred percent truthful. And it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can hear it, but I am absolutely smiling and I'm so happy. Um, so if you love something, guys, just do it. Find a way, find a way, you know, risk it, risk it. Is, is you, you know, are you going to benefit from it somehow? Just mentally? Is it something that's going to push you forward, propel you to do better? If it is, do it. Don't let anyone hold you back. Don't let anyone tell you you're too old or you're too young or what, obviously if there's age restrictions, come on now. But if, if you're like, you know, in your twenties and you're like, I really want to do X, Y, Z, you're too young. No, you're not. Find a way. And you know what? And if it's, if it's impossible for you at the moment, just do whatever you need to do to get there. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on anything you want to do. Don't give up on anything you love um, unless it's toxic. Okay. Now I'm talking about making yourself feel better, not giving up on some somebody or something because you love it, but it's not loving you back. It's not something that you're benefiting from. So nothing toxic guys. All right. Just go out be happy and do you. So on that note, I will leave you guys on this Tuesday. I am sorry. I apologize. I haven't had a chance to record anything. Um, and it's just been, it's just been manic, a bit manic. So I will talk to you guys or see you guys or talk to you guys. Um, tomorrow. I'll see if I can record another episode for tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, guys, I will see you later. Bye.